You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day and another week, so therefore it's time for the opening, slightly late opening this morning, my fault of course. And with me is Nick Kunza from Sandland Private Wealth. Nick, it's records across the board. I'm looking at the S&P and the NASDAQ futures, and we're at all-time record highs. It's suddenly taken off. And what is the reason? Just simple question. Morning, Why? Lindsay. Yeah, it, look, at, I mean, positive rhetoric over the weekend with regards to sort of supposedly another uh, sort of vaccine around the corner. Uh, Donald Trump uh, apparently approving some plasma treatment that sort of got things boiled a little bit. But uh, it's difficult to sort of put an exact finger on it because Asia markets were strong. Uh, as you said, U.S. futures are indicating another new record high. Uh, that's after, I mean, the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ on Friday. I mean, that hit it is the nasdaq's 36 record close just of this year <laughs> um you know and we can go down into different things i mean tesla now worth more than bmw daimler volkswagen toyota and general motors combined uh new um two trillion market cap and apple another new eye there too and and real sort of positive impetus going into today i mean look no further than our rand you know real risk on play stronger rand and, and quite frankly we, we haven't had like a great set of numbers out locally as well uh, quite disappointing, quite frankly, uh, local earnings. But it's a busy week. I mean, the diary is absolutely chocker this week. So there's going to be plenty to, plenty to take direction from the next five trading days. But so far, off on the front foot, looking good. Okay, well, let's have a look at the diary then, from your point of view, both corporate and economic, if you would. Yeah, so I mean, for me, the big one is, is the U.S. stealing the show. They've got their two biggest events this week. We've got the yearly Jackson Hole gathering, which is now a virtual gathering. Um, obviously because of the, the coronavirus pandemic. And then, also, of course, we have the four-day Republican National Convention, where our friend Mr. Trump is likely to accept, well, he is going to accept the renomination to run for a second term. So those are the two big political events this week. Um, and then uh, economic data, there's a lot. I mean, Friday is a big one. We've got uh, a lot of, sort of U.S. Uh, PPI numbers out and inflationary data. Thursday sees the U.S. Uh, GDP second uh, sort of uh, estimate data to show their contraction is likely to have, have, have contracted by 32.6%. Uh, initial jobless, obviously, last week, the initial jobless on Thursday, yes. that popped above 1 million for the first time, so there's a concern to watch there. Uh, I mean, locally, we've got a biggie as well. Earlier, we had some absent numbers out earlier. Bidcorp as well, the trading update ahead of its earnings on Wednesday. Old Mutual as well. Uh, sticking with Wednesday, we've got Nedbank out. We've got uh, Saifco releasing July CPI data. Thursday, Mass Martin, Woolies, Stats SA, more PPI data. And then finally Friday, uh, rounding off the week locally with Distel. So the diary is chock-a-block this week. And then, of course, this morning, I don't know if anyone saw the numbers out of Tencent. Tencent closing up 5.6% Goodness in Hong me. Kong, hmm. which has put a fire under the local uh, NASDAQ and process on the back of supposedly reports as well. Uh, Bloomberg this time reporting that uh, what's that the um, the WeChat is not going to be restricted as much as as people thought in the US. So another bit of positive news, but one, but once again, Indy, this market certainly choosing 
to ignore the likes of three million coronavirus cases in India mm. and rather concentrating on the fact that uh, WeChat might not be as banned as much. So that market taking. So the, it's, the, it's the, the sunny side market for this Monday morning. Very good indeed. And on that note, uh, the dollar rand is 17.03. The British pound against the rand is 22.29. The euro rand is 20.11. And the euro dollar is 118.10, which is a stronger dollar compared to uh, to last week, a weaker euro. And that means that the gold price is, funnily enough, it's up 19.46, up $17 an ounce. The platinum price is up $20 an ounce to 9.36. And palladium is where, please, Nick? Palladium is actually down $10. But I could just point out seven dollars two hours ago so real reversal in these precious metals in the last couple of hours as well mm, very good something's afoot something's not amiss but something is definitely afoot this this morning people have really got the, their, their teeth into this market on the 24th of august the mm. last week west texas is 42.62 the oil price of course which is up slightly it's 28 cents a barrel better brent crude oil is 44.66 which is up 31 cents uh, per barrel or 0.7 percent let's just recap on what happened on friday because in the united states well again i don't care how many times we've said this probably 36 times this year that the dow jones uh, closed up um up 0.7%, S&P up a third of a percent, NASDAQ all-time record high up 0.4%. And if we look at the futures at the moment, I've got the S&P having previously never been through 3,400 and held there. It's currently the S&P futures 34.12, which is up uh, just around about 0.6%. And NASDAQ futures just going berserk up 0.8%, 11,656. I mean, come on now. This promises to be a bumper day, and we really got to take advantage of it in some way. Embrace it or, or lock in some profits, one of the two. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really difficult. I mean, at a morning meeting this morning, we're, we're trying to sort of look back and analyze like what you can compare this to. So we've seen a Deutsche Bank out with quite a solid note over the weekend talking about the economic sort of surprise index, yes. where there's been a lot of surprises to the upside, which can explain a little bit about uh, you know, maybe people jumping back in and, and, and that, that, that idea of, of the fear of moving out of the FOMO. Uh, and another note, which they overlaid it, showing that um, the savings rate uh, in the U.S. is the highest level on record with a number of people just sitting on cash stalls. So maybe people preempting those time to get back in. But I'm a little bit skeptical going to September. September, as we traditionally know, is the worst the 12. A lot of people think it's October, but it's actually September. So yes. I take a little bit of pinch of salt uh, going into into the next month. But um, but for now, I mean, this is the market, the bulls clearly have got the upper hand here, and we're charging higher, as I said, with this uh, this Nasdaq and the S and P currently indicating when they open at 3:30 our time, it'll be another record high. It'll be the 37th for the NASDAQ this year. That is quite astonishing. Let's have a look at the Stock Exchange News Service this morning. You've referenced a couple of companies that uh, have already come out. We've had the, the ABSA numbers. What's happened to ABSA this morning? You know, I kind of took it on a stride. Look, it, it was must be sort of flagged up. This was almost identical to where the trading update was a week or so ago. So yes. no sort of big surprises. Stock up 2.31%, but... That's just the, 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 pretty much the financial markets are up two point. Uh, so the financials and the banks are up about two percent. So yeah. in line with the rest of the market, quite frankly. Just to recap, we had a real shock when they came out with their trading update. The share price, I think, was down about seven or eight percent on the day. But so this is uh, mm. sort of sell the rumor, buy the fact now. Uh, so Epson's out with their numbers. Bidcorp, you mentioned trading statement, but uh, just briefly reference it again, if you would. 
<coughs> yeah, so Bitcorp up with a quite disappointing set of numbers, actually. Well, saying that it's a trading asset, and saying that uh, you know HEPs are expected to be between forty-five and fifty percent per share lower. Mm. That's roughly in line what we've seen from the retailers and from certainly some of the other industrials too. So, not far from from what we've seen from the other likes. But stock not liking, market not liking, down three point one one percent at the moment. Okay, famous brands uh, sells its controlling stake in Tashes. I mean, it's a tiny, it's a tiny sure thing that. for them. Yeah, that's interesting. Poor old David Shapiro. That's his favourite. That's his favourite place. I'm, I'm sure the food will be as excellent. <laughs> no, he sold it. He sold. Well, he sold it back to the owners. Um, they already have forty nine percent. So yeah. they sold it back to original founding. Good for them. Aspen Pharmacare cautionary announcement. What's that about? I don't actually see this, but the stock up almost six and a half percent. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, they're talking about a, a transaction in respect of, a, of its European commercial businesses, uh, obviously selling off some more assets to pay down their debt. I mean, here's a here's a, a, a management team and a company that are certainly listening to 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 certainly the, the, the noises about cutting down that debt, that huge debt pile they've had. And I must say, they've been doing what's been asked to them, and the stock's rewarding accordingly. But uh, looking pretty good technically as well as David Lux's charts. I mean, the Aspen at uh, obviously well off its highs of north of 300, but uh, up 6.7 today, solid, solid day. Very good indeed. Old Mutual Life Assurance Company, South Africa Limited, trading statement for the six months ended 30th of June. Old Mutual Limited uh, trading statement. So Old Mutual coming out with it. It's still a big company. What has it done? It's a big company, but once again, seeming to be the worst of the insurers. I mean, we had, we've had uh, ourselves sun them out. We've had um, Stanlib as well. Momentum are also out. And this is one of the larger, the bigger ones. Uh, quite disappointing, I thought, at first glance. I mean, mark-to-market uh, -market losses remaining quite high. Uh, solvency ratio issues weren't great either. And uh, operations to be down 61 to 71, which given what uh, the other insurers have done between sort of 40 and 50, this was by far the worst of the bunch. And, and as expected, a market not liking the story, down 2.05% at the moment. But really difficult to get excited about these numbers. Yeah, that, I mean, it's been round about sort of 11, 12 bucks for a few months now. It just cannot get going. And this this, this set of uh, numbers is not going to help it either. No, it's not. Finally and quickly, because it's been it's, it's been a great stock over the um, last 10, 15 years, and that is mm. Cash Build. They came out with a trading statement. What has it done? Yeah, I saw those numbers were very, very impressive, actually. Uh, let's bring up where the stock is doing now. I've always liked this one. David likes this one as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, up two percent in the marketplace, but you know, quite. If you look at what the stock's done, it's actually it's been a, it's quite a nice little earner for a lot of people who've had the patience to stick with it through the tougher times. Um, obviously, under a hundred rand a share back in the lows of March. Now one eighty-seven fifty. So, I mean, you do the mass. Eighty-seven percent up from where it was three months ago. Hmm. Nice little earner. Only down sixteen percent on the year, and there's not many companies that operate in this space, like right on the forefront of uh, the South African economy. And on the, you know, literally, they are South African barometer at the moment. And to be only down 60% here today, I think it's a great set of results. No, I really like this company. We don't own it as, as Sunlam, but uh, certainly I have a few clients have an interest in it and talk quite well in the management team. Very good. Uh, top five moves on my delayed screen. Aspen, 
in plats, northern Anglo-American platinum, cumber, iron, or all up between sort of five and and three percent across the board. They're good, solid stuff for some really good JSC. By the way, were they? Mm. You see, that tells you mm. the story of this Monday. Bidcorp on the downside, Hammerson, Old Mutual, Growth Point, and JSC Limited uh, on on the downside between four and a half percent and point four percent. But it's a it, it, it's a green day. Give us the indices, please, if you would, Nick. It is a green day, and in fact, there is nothing on my screen that is in the red. Utilities no red. are 0%, <laughs> nothing red. Led by healthcare, 3.11%, that'll be your Aspen. Technology, 2.39% firmer. Basic materials, 1.48% firmer. Industrials, up a half percent. Energy shares, up 048 And financials, up a quarter. And the only one is actually exactly on the flat line, utilities at 0%, but overall solid, solid. Uh, if I look at the JSU All Share, currently now 1.35% firmer, 56,707. And the JSC Top 42,000, now 52,412, also up 1.44%. It is a solid start to a very, very busy week. The big question now is, does this continue into the real session in the United States of America and uh, as the European and African markets develop? Uh, or do people say, wait a second, this is a little bit too exuberant on the 24th of, uh, of August, which is holiday time. We'll find out later on on the five o'clock shadow where Nick Kunza from Sundown Private Wealth will join me again. Meanwhile, that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.